Hi there, and welcome to the Pulse Autism Podcast. We're really excited to have you here today, and we hope you get a lot of fun out of this episode. We've got a speaker series that we do, and this year, the 2021 speaker series, we feature five different topic experts. We have those videos ready for release every Friday this month. The reason we're posting them this month is because it's Autism Awareness Month in Canada. So, having said that, let's dive into our very first episode here with Malini Ladd. Malini Ladd is a facilitator in the Employment Works program in Vancouver, BC. She is passionate about helping people with diverse abilities become independent and successful. In her role, she encourages people to learn from adversity and develop resilience. She's a positive mentor who inspires people to tap into their strengths and become the best versions of themselves. Malini has worked with the autism community for five years and is excited to go back to school to pursue a career as a special education teacher. She hopes to continue educating the community about inclusivity and motivating people to strive high and reach their goals. So, Malini, how are you? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for being here today. Really appreciate it. Our viewers are going to absolutely love today's topic. I'm super excited. <laughs> um, so let's jump right in. Uh, biggest first question that I get, and I'm sure you get a lot, is where can I look to find a job? And so we're in Canada. We're in British Columbia. Um, so this won't apply to all countries, but in general, if you're here in North America, specifically Canada, where do I go to look for a job? So typically Indeed would be the biggest resource to look at for jobs. Um, Indeed posts so many different jobs in different industries um, and they're always updating the different jobs that they post. Uh, so I would say Indeed would be the first place to look. Um, but there's also other sites like Job Bank BC. Um, there's also Work BC websites. Um, but also connecting with the Employment Works program. Um, Angela, who is the manager of the program, she is she has so many professional relationships with different inclusive organizations like uh, RWA and BC Win, and she gets sent so many jobs from London Drugs and BCAA, um, and these jobs are typically entry level. So. Um, people can kind of connect with her and then she can help them get into these jobs and it's great because um people who apply through angela and through these organizations they're not competing with the general public so it's easier for them to kind of uh get noticed and kind of move towards the interview mm -hmm. uh, so <clears throat> i would say to start with those sites and as well connecting with angela for sure great so I'm going to put Angela's contact information up um, uh, at the end of this so everyone can see what it is. But I have a maybe a little bit tougher question to, to sort of sharpen this point. What can you do if you don't have access to a computer? I would say connecting via phone. Um, so usually people will have a cell phone. Um, so calling in or emailing Angela or anyone at Pacific Autism Family and then they can connect to Angela would be the next step if someone doesn't have a laptop. Awesome. Yeah. And then they can also browse like Indeed and different job sites through their phone as well. Fantastic. Yeah. That's also a question I get because a lot of people will come to me and say, I don't have internet access. Okay. 
well, here are some places you can go, but I think I really, I'm happy to have it come straight from an employment specialist. Um, so, so thank you for that. Um, what about working on the actual resumes and cover letters? Who can help us with that sort of thing? So the facilitators at, uh, as part of the Employment Works program can certainly help with resumes. Uh, resume and cover letter building is so stressful and it's so hard. Um, and it takes a lot of time to build. It's not something that will just occur overnight. Um, but we in our program, we spend a good chunk of time going over the importance of these documents and the types of information that uh, needs to be on, on, on there. Um, and so then we're able to kind of talk about, you know, why you need these documents and how it'll help you get a job. And then we also allocate a lot of time in our program to provide group and individualized one-to-one -one support in creating these documents. So we really want our participants in our program to leave with a solid resume done so that the next they can take the next step in their journey and start looking and applying for jobs. Um, but if but apart from our program, you know, connecting with WorkBC counselors, they can also help with resume building, um, connecting with family and friends um, to get some of that advice as well would be really helpful. Great, thank you. Um, okay, so here's here's a tricky question. What if you're not qualified for the job you want? Now, I'm not talking about I'm just out of high school and I want a surgeon's position at VGH. Um, but what if there's something where, you know, you need two years of, of college experience and you don't have that, or you need a year of reception experience, but you don't have that? What can you do to boost up those skills? So if you don't have experience and you're not qualified, that's okay. We all start somewhere. Um, and I think that's really important for people to really understand is we're not going to get into our dream job right away. It's going to take, you know, work experience is going to take hard work to get there. Um, but you know, if you want to get into a certain position, but it requires, you know, you going back to school or you gaining some just entry level experience, finding just an entry level job to begin with. So maybe you, you know, get into a dishwashing role or you get into a stock associate position. The experiences and the skills that a person would gain from that would be transferable then to the career that they want to then pursue. Um, I think it really comes down to, you know, obtaining those soft skills. So being able to communicate clearly and ask for help and uh, being able to work in a team. Those are skills that you can gain, you know, working as a stock associate, but also working as a dishwasher. And then if you want to become, I don't know, an engineer, for example, those skills are still going to be applicable. Um, so just really understanding that we all start somewhere and you can gain those skills from volunteering experience as well, um, or even, you know, being a part of group projects at school. So people don't tend to understand that these skills are, they already have these skills. It's just really being able to pull out, you know, where you gain them and applying it to, to, um, their work. So, um, can I ask you a personal question? Yes. What was your first job? I worked as a sales associate in a clothing store. Nice. And did you it, like it? I did not. I absolutely hated it. <laughs> um, How long did you stay there? It was seasonal. So I was there for three months um, okay. over the Christmas break. My manager was she's very new. So she was also learning and I was learning. Um, I didn't feel supported, but at the same time, it was a great opportunity for me to learn how to communicate on my own because I was still in high school and my parents did all the communicating for me. Um, so 
having a job, I learned how to work with other people with different personalities and different work ethics. Um, and it was also an opportunity for me to really understand that I don't like working in a in a customer service facing role. So it it was it was a way for me to kind of understand that. So then my second job was totally different. Um, I worked in admin, so I wasn't customer service facing, which was nice. Um, but it was a way for me to dip my foot into different fields to figure out what I liked and didn't like. That's great. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. So I have a practical question about interviews. Okay. Do I really need to dress up for an interview? Like if I'm going to an interview on a farm to be a farmhand, do I need to wear the same thing I'm going to wear to a bank for a teller's interview? Typically, it's really important to dress up for an interview regardless of where the interview is at. Um, even if you were, you know, applying for a position on a farm, you would still want to look very clean and appropriate and making sure that your clothes are ironed out. Um, and then if you're applying for a bank position, again, clean, ironed out clothes. Um, what you wear might be a little bit different. So if you were applying to a bank position, you know, you would want to wear, you know, maybe a collared shirt and black pants. Um, it's not necessarily uh, that people need to wear a suit and tie. You just need to look clean and professional. That's one of the big takeaways. And in our Employment Works program, we actually talk about the importance of workplace attire, but we also talk about workplace hygiene and why it's so important to comb your hair and brush your teeth excuse me, brush your teeth and um, just take care of your hygiene overall because um, that's, that's important in the workplace. You want to make sure you're maintaining that as well. Yeah. Uh, so yes, it's, it is important to dress up. Not, um, again, not super professional, but business casual, I would say, would be appropriate. Okay. So that kind of leads us into our last question is, um, and you mentioned hygiene, how do I keep my job? Okay, so keeping a job can be difficult. Um, and I've met a lot of participants who struggle with keeping a job. Um, and I think it really comes down to having the right attitude and working really hard. Um, when you're in a new job and you're learning new tasks, you will face challenges. And sometimes people get very overwhelmed and frustrated with those challenges, but it's really important to be able to persevere and really ask for help. I think is the biggest key here. Um, we tend to, you know, think that when we're in a new job, we need to be able to do all these tasks alone, but we have to really remember that we've never been in this role before and it's okay to ask for that help um, because that's the only way we learn and grow. Um, but I think it's also important that individuals understand the importance of different social cues at work, as well as workplace culture and the different different situations and scenarios that can occur at work and how to mitigate that. So a lot of people that I've worked with struggle with conflict resolution and that's still something I struggle with, right? But in our program, we really talk about the strategies and ways to mitigate that and how to handle those situations. Um, so when they're faced with that, they, they have the strategies and supports in place. Um, and I also think keeping a job is really important, especially if you're able to uh, receive and implement feedback. So we talk about feedback a lot. Feedback can be you know, seen as a negative thing, but it's actually a positive because it's given to you to help you improve and succeed at work. And we need to be able to implement those suggestions instead of just getting angry. Um, 
So in our program, again, we do talk about the expectations employees and employers have of us and how to deal with feedback. So I think um, learning and understanding all the aspects of employment is really important and will help people um, obtain and sustain employment. Fantastic. Thank you. No problem. Well, thanks very much for being with us today. And um, I'm sure my viewers are going to get a total kick out of this. And I tell you what, you've given me at least five different ideas to talk about now when I get these questions. So I really appreciate that. And I'm hoping that everyone else gets something great out of this too. So Good. thanks very much for coming and uh, we hope to see you soon. Thank you for having me. <laughs> And that does it for this week's episode of the Pulse Autism Podcast. We hope to see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening now. Stay awesome, and thanks for listening.